Welcome to Sweeping the Country. I'm your host, Derek Walker, my co-host here today, Mr. Jimmy Carter. Hello, Jimmy. Uh, hello, hello. As we kind of navigate through the month of August, you know, I just want to – hard news. There's been a lot of it lately. Yes, indeed. I mean, you know, there's monkeypox that nobody understands. Mm -hmm. There is uh, the woman, Brenner, who's the WNBA person that's in jail oh, in yeah. Russia. Nine we years, all know maybe, that's yeah. about politics and – trying to get something out of the, to punish the United States. Yeah, it's of not course. about punishing her. And then you've got the Chinese and Nancy Pelosi and all oh, those games Lord. that have been played with that. That's confusing. And then there's so much crime around the country. I had someone say that I just don't watch the news anymore. I cut it off. And I do understand that. And, and today we're not going to cover those issues. I was trying to think that I was a watch. I've gone back to watch 24 again. Yeah, and uh, I'm not liking some of it because I'm almost fast forward because I know where it's going. Yeah, you know, yeah, season three, but that is one of my favorite all time series. But as I watch it partially again, I'm not liking it as much. Interesting as at the time. So and yeah. that happens. Yeah, that sure, happens with sure. this. But you know, I was, it was getting spoken to me, and I said, "Wow, you know, you're right about that. If you go back to say 1962 yeah. instead yeah. of 2022, mm -hmm. radio was free." Yeah. Television was free. Yeah, you got All it you out of the air. Yeah. Buy the appliance. You had to buy a radio. You had to buy a television. Yes. Yeah, that right. type of thing. Sometimes you had to buy an antenna mm -hmm. for your television. And if you were in some place, you had to kind of get an expensive one that went on your roof. Or, you, you know, point it directly toward the TV station or whatever. You could do what like we did, that. Jimmy. My dad got a coat hanger. And we would attach a coat uh, hanger to to the antenna. I think that did work to some degree <laughs> on some so. things, yeah, but yeah. you know now we somehow there's everybody is paying for television and pretty much radio mm -hmm. all the time. Now, of course, there's still free radio, but we're paying a lot of us. I'm paying for satellite radio, yeah, and I listen to satellite radio a lot. Well, I TV, mean, I don't watch nearly as much TV as I used to. I don't either. And I certainly don't watch. Uh, I, I end up watching things that I'm buying through subscription services. You know, it's like funny. Paramount Plus or Amazon Prime or Netflix or, you know, one of those things. And someone said, you're paying more money now than you ever did for cable. And, you know, back when you had it all yeah. bundled up together. Yeah. And that is true. I think I probably, I probably am because... It talks me a hundred dollars almost a month to have the internet. That's that's it. Right I've there. got a gigabyte line. Okay. Yeah, that's it. And I need that for my work. Mm -hmm. And then I pay sixty something dollars a month for YouTube TV, which gives me access to a lot of the local TV stations and all the other stuff is on there. Okay, I'm adding this and up. So we're Go up ahead. to hundred and sixty. Yeah. And then I'm getting uh, Amazon Prime, which is a separate deal. Because I'm getting something else with that. Fourteen dollars. Go there a Fourteen dollars a month. You okay, a right. month. And then Netflix is about that much now too. Okay, I don't need them as much, and that could go if I had to. I'm getting Paramount Plus. So you're over two hundred really, during the regular season. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to have to end up getting Apple TV. I'm getting it now through YouTube TV, but I'm I'm thinking that somehow they're going to get me where I have to pay for ESPN mm -hmm. Plus or something. Do you have Disney or some kind of ESPN product because they own everything in college and half the pros and everything else. So you got that, and then you've got a Peacock, oh, which yeah. doesn't cost me anything. Uh, I think that's free, but it's not very good either, and I don't go there almost at all did see where days of our lives is moving I from the that. network 
two peacock though you're over two hundred dollars so yeah now i'm way over two hundred dollars but on the good side of it you've got a lot of stuff banked in there there's a lot of you a lot of everything i do have hbo max too i have that so you're 300 i got through at&t i think so but listen hey you're right but the thing is is no matter you cannot you used to be able to say well you got to add internet you have to have internet right so that doesn't count as part of the tv because even if you had dish or direct tv you would still have to have internet so you got to yep. add those two together right no matter what so take the internet I had direct out. tv at one point yeah i did too and um it was good i don't I know mean, why i got it and if i was mad at the cable company or something yeah which was pre-internet yeah and so i had direct and every time it rained i'd lose my tv signal and that would make me mad oh yeah and uh sometimes the service was bad and i eventually just said heck with that and went with what I went back to cable. I think I did too. I was very happy with Comcast, with Xfinity Comcast. I had cable yeah. and uh, the internet. I was happy with that. But the point is, I guess we're paying for music. We're paying for free TV. Yeah. We're paying all these things. And we used to not pay for any of it. We were more than happy with the product that was coming from radio. Well, good news, as Jimmy. As our music needs were concerned. I got great news. This podcast is free. Uh, hundred yeah. percent. If you got internet, you got this podcast. It's totally free. And but there's a lot of that. The subscription nickel and diming going on today is unbelievable. And it's for everything. You know, you can get something like Stitch Fix, right, where you subscribe for clothing, and they send you clothes, and you put. I mean, my son has. Uh, he has a subscription to Grubhub where he pays nine dollars a month, and it's unlimited food delivery. And it's really, worth, and they get food four times a week from restaurants delivered to their house. So it's worth it. They don't charge a service charge. Is that what you're they saying? They tip them. Yeah. They do charge a service yeah. charge unless you're a member. And then you join the membership and it's nine. You're paying for the food, but you're not paying for the delivery service. with the membership. Yeah. And so then you're tipping somebody on top yeah, of that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, see, I don't do that. I don't I, either. I, I, not that I don't. It's not that I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Frankly, I just don't think about it. Uh, <laughs> I'm lazy enough I, where, you know, if the grocery delivery, and I did it a few times during the height of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I did it a few times Mm -hmm. and I wasn't really happy with it, but it was okay. Now I do Amazon prime on heavy stuff. I feel bad about that. Bird seed. If I'm buying bird (laughs) seed or or water, (laughs) the 24 packs of water, I hate lugging those things around. (laughs) And so it shows up, but yeah, I mean, I'm lazy enough to do that, but we do pay for a lot of different stuff. We do, man. I bring that up because all of a sudden gas prices are falling. Mm-hmm. Well, keep and falling, they're falling yeah. because people supposedly now are driving less than they did pre-COVID. Okay. And they're doing that because everything in in their life costs so much money. The kids yeah. have started back to school. They did a run of vacation. Everybody was out there oh, yeah. between Memorial Day and the 4th of July and a little bit after. But once it got toward the end of July, they cut it off. They That's stopped. true. Yeah, that there is are a few people that are out there still, but not like they were. And because everybody was just damn, they were going to do it. You yeah, know, no matter before. what. Yeah. But now the inflation, I mean, you know, if you can't, if you can't feel the inflation, oh, yeah. your feelings need to be checked because it's everywhere. Shrinkflation in the size yeah. of your hamburger in yes, the fast your food. Chip bag. Uh, He's got less yeah, chips in it. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is that way. And it's just, I don't know, you know, going to the movies. We did go this summer. Mm-hmm. Somebody did. I think most. I think most people that used to go to the movies went to the movie at least once. Yeah, I did. Probably to see Maverick. Yeah, probably that's to the see one. Top Gun. Maverick. That's the one I saw. Yeah. But in 1982, you go back to that. If you were alive at that point, yes, there were five movies that people saw 
40 years ago. Okay. And it really uh, affected us forever. Okay, go. It was a very influential year at the movies. Uh, E.T. Yeah, great movie. Star Trek The Wrath of Khan. Yeah, Wrath of Khan was good. Yeah. Uh, I never saw it, but I know a lot of people did. Tron. Oh, yeah, I saw Tron. And I saw the new Tron. So, yeah. Not that was the, a the weird Tron, one. No, I just remember I just didn't, wasn't turned on by Tron. And believe it or not, to be a movie person, I have never gotten through Blade Runner. I haven't either. <laughs> I just wow, don't that's like unusual. it. unusual. You don't find many people. That's I, Harrison Ford's big movie. I just didn't like it. And there like was something it. about it that just didn't throw me. I me just, too. I, didn't get, I couldn't get into it. And then there was John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh, yeah, great. And I, didn't ever, I don't think I ever watched that. But scary. I did love it's The scary. Wrath of Khan yeah. and E.T. But all those movies really affected a lot of people that came around later yeah, that yeah. invented things and that did had a big part of culture. Oh yeah. You know, that long ago. I mean, think of, think of ET with Reese's pieces. Do you remember what it did for the candy? Oh yeah. Oh my God. I never even heard of that candy before. So, I mean, yeah, there were a lot of things crazy. Speaking of movies that I didn't get into, and some of you might've gotten into it and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get into the Joker. Yeah. I I appreciated the fact that it was a great acting job, Yeah, yeah. but it was torturous getting through that. I got to admit, you know, speaking of movies that you don't like, I got to admit this and you probably won't like it, but I was an Adam West fan. I grew up watching Batman that way. And when the Batman first came out, I liked the first one or two. With with Jack Nicholson and Michael Keaton. Then they got dark and they started getting... Oh, they got real dark with Affleck and all that. I I don't like Christopher Nolan. I just checked out. He is not a favorite director of mine and he did... Some of those that really a lot of young guys really like, but it's it's not my cup yeah, of tea. Yeah, I wasn't into it. You know, they're going to do a Joker 2. Uh, Lady Gaga signed this week really? to be uh, Harley Quinn. Oh, It's going to be, listen to this, though. It's going to be a musical. What? I don't, I, I don't, I read it Woo! 10 times. It's going to be a musical. <laughs> and I guess she's going to sing this and do that. I don't know. What the It's coming heck? out in 2024, but. Well, you know, I don't I'm going to rely on go. somebody You saw else. the documentary Shania Twain. Oh, so good. And I'm telling you, I mean, even if you don't really, I didn't, I didn't, my, I had daughters that really liked Shania Twain. Yeah, yeah. I liked her okay, uh, but I wanted to watch this documentary for whatever reason called uh, Not Just a Girl, yeah. and it's on Netflix. And wow, uh, what a misrepresented person when she was out. I had no idea, uh, Jimmy. We, we, I mean, I'm, we've been in this industry, you, five times as long as I have uh, in the music industry. But, but nevertheless, I knew nothing. I knew she dropped out for a while. I knew she put yeah. the jet on cold and didn't do much. I knew she had some family commitments. That's all I knew. I didn't know about Lyme's disease. I don't want to blow it for anybody. Watch, watch it. It's really well, it's history. Good. I mean, she, yeah, she came along and, you know, she was a young woman uh, from Timmins, Ontario, which is a mining town way north of anything. Yeah. Poor. And, uh, very and poor. she had some talent and she played in a high school band and all that. Yeah. And then she went and sang at some resorts. Yeah. And then they thought she was good enough to come to Nashville. She did. She got signed. Her album flopped. Yeah. Uh, she went back home. She got hooked up with a guy named Mud Lang. Um, who I think thought she was cute or something. And then they have, ended yeah. up just hitting it off. Yeah. And he produced and guys they worked like together, fell in love and got married. Didn't he produce like ACDC and some of the rock, big, Def Leppard, Def yeah. Leppard and some of those big and, and rock bands. ACDC yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Big, but, and you can hear that. And a lot of the traditional yes, country can. people just didn't like the beat that she had. And mm-hmm. then, but it was, she wrote a lot of the words to those things. And a lot of people just thought I she was a that. puppet of, of Mutt yeah. Lang. 
Yeah. Just thought she was a studio creation that she couldn't sing or anything else. Right. Well, somewhere along the way, she's learned how to sing. Right. And she can really sing. And she did with Lionel Richie. This is after she oh, lost her yes. voice. Yeah. What a uh, she got Lyme sentence. disease. Yeah. And somewhere along the way, her husband ran off with her best friend. Oh, and Lord. she ended up with the best friend's husband. Yeah. I mean, it was like a. But she was a very interesting documentary. It is. Very it, she, interesting. she was absolutely devastated. She's a powerful person. She was devastated. That divorce just devastated her. And that little um, that little section of the movie, that little uh, side story with Lionel Richie, was one of the most beautiful things. As he kept begging her, and she yeah. would say no, and and he'd say, "Oh, how about if I meet you in L.A.? No. How about if I meet you here? No. How about if I meet you here?" And finally, where was it? The Bahamas. Or somewhere. Yeah, the Bahamas. And he, Lionel Richie flew. He didn't want to go there. <laughs> no, he didn't want to go. He flew there, and they recorded that duet, Endless Love, in the hotel room. Yeah, it looks like they just turned yeah. that hotel suite Unbelievable. into a recording studio, Unbelievable. and she sang her butt off, and it was great. It sounded great, yeah. Gave me chills. Great. Gave me chills. But it's an interesting documentary, as I find that a lot of these things are. I, I've enjoyed, I like documentaries about Certainly, people I know, but yeah, the music yeah. business, uh, the Wrecking Crew is still. I watched it again the other day. I love that movie. It's about the Los Angeles session musicians. Oh yeah, I got to see that. It's I, great. It's yeah. all about the. They played on every song in the '60s, just about. Isn't I mean, something? there was the Funk Brothers that played for Motown. Yep. There was the Wrecking Crew guys that played for the Los Angeles sessions. Fifth Dimension, Mamas and Papas, Grassroots Everybody. Association, yeah. Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin. They were the sound. They were every Gary Lewis and the Playboys. They were everybody. And then you had the Funk Brothers. who were all the Motown people. They were on every every Motown record was a, a, a handful of people that were the Funk Brothers. Mm -hmm. And then you had the Memphis Boys, which were there. And they did a lot of the Memphis music, the box tops, yeah. Elvis, Suspicious Minds, and all of that stuff. You had the Muscle Shoals people who were the Swampers. Yeah. And they were doing Aretha Franklin and Wilson Pickett and, uh, you know, a lot of stuff. The Osmonds and just That's all incredible. kinds of things. Just a like handful that. of people. And then, the, and then the Nashville people, the country ones, who also did Brenda Lee mm -hmm. and Marty Robbins and, uh, and Johnny Cash and all that, they were called the A-Team. I'll be done. And then you had the New York people. I never I don't think they ever had a name, but there were that's the one that no one's really done anything about, mm -hmm. which they should. Yeah. Totally. Was the New York session musicians. And you know, then you have your LA session, I mean London session musicians that no one has really ever done a lot about. And they were doing you know the the bond scores and and uh Herman's Hermits, Herman's Hermits, some of the Herman Hermit songs has two of Led Zeppelin on there, Jimmy Page. What? And has John Paul Jones. Uh, those two guys were session guys before they were off doing their own thing. Well, wasn't um, yeah. wasn't Glenn Campbell a session guitarist? Glenn Campbell was yeah. in the Wrecking Crew. Yeah, he went from Arkansas out to L.A. and then he was just a you know he was a great guitar player. Got into the session things, and then he graduated from the session things to try to sing, and it wasn't you know, totally perfect when he first did it, mm -hmm. but he did. And he hit gold. And one of the, uh, wrecking crew guys, Al Delory was his piano was a piano player Obviously. and ended up being a capital producer for him. And they got together with Jimmy Webb and the rest is history about Wichita lineman and Galveston. All those and songs. All that oh God. And, and then he was one of the beach boys before that, by the way, because Brian quit touring. And so Glenn became a beach boy for like nine months or a so year. I got it. Now that you brought that up, the beach boys just played the festival at Sandpoint. And I did okay. not get a go, but they say it was only one 
original Beach Boy left, but I I couldn't think of who that. Well, it depends on be. which Beach Boy you had. If you had Mike Loves Beach Boys, yeah, which there's one of that's probably who you had. Okay, I don't. Uh, that's know. Bruce Johnson. Bruce took Glenn Campbell's place, who took Brian Wilson's place. Ah, so there gotcha. are two original Beach Boys pretty original yeah sure uh in that group that played there with mike love and he has the name the legal name the beach boys i'll be darned and then there's another group that's brian wilson who founded the beach boys but lost the case in court which i still don't understand how he did that because he was the brains behind all the beach boy stuff you know yeah yeah, mike wrote some of the words to the songs but it was brian that had all the the musical ability and pet sounds and all that stuff mm-hmm. so brian has al jardine oh yeah so there's two original beach boys in that group so Either you got way. one and a half and one two and another and they hate it you know they just don't get do along they, with do each they other. both tour still are both yes brian just finished his tour brian wilson in that version of the beach boys yeah went out with chicago most recently I'll be and, and that was a great show i bet chicago oh, and brian, God, brian, chicago. brian doesn't sing to it but the band is so good yeah and al jardine can sing great really? so they carry his stuff real well and brian just kind of there but god bless him you know he's he's beethoven yeah yeah, yeah. genius yeah. world yeah no doubt and uh and mike love and them they have a fun time and they sound good too and they're bad it's they're incredible bad. though that you bring up all these session musicians and all these guys and just it's just a handful of people responsible for thousands of songs. I mean, right? Yeah, it's incredible. You never. And they would think didn't that. get paid particularly. They had no royalty rights or anything like so that. They played for mostly on it? for stuff. And you know, a lot of them. I know the guys. And you know, Swamper said, "Yeah, we we got two hundred thirty-two dollars." I think Reggie Young said this once. I think he got paid two hundred thirty something dollars for being on. Uh, like hooked on a feeling by BJ Thomas oh and God knows what everybody else made on that song, so the got... record company, BJ and everybody else. Oh yeah. And that just the session musician guys, they just did never, not a good deal, you know, over the years and they got screwed. The songwriter gets screwed second, but they got it pretty good for a while. And then when the internet came along, they got robbed. And Isn't now something? these things get played a billion times and they make a thousand dollars or something. Isn't I mean, it's that bad. something. That's too bad. They didn't have representation yeah. back in the day. Artists they... have always been screwed, though. I mean, yeah, since the true. beginning of that's time. That's true. Yeah. Painters and though that too, and musicians always. But there's a lot of people that's gotten rich off of the arts. You know, that was and something. Rarely the artist. That was something in that Shania special that we didn't touch on at all. But she did not go on tour after that first album, and they say she left so much money yeah. on the table it was ridiculous. She wouldn't tour. She refused to tour until she could go out there and do 90 minutes with nothing but her song. Yeah, and I respect that to a certain extent. Me too. Because I went but yeah, saw... she left a lot. If that was the case, most people, I mean, you know, would have oh, never toured. Oh, they're going. Yeah. You know, because they... they had five or six songs, yeah. and they've had to fill it up with other things. Carrie Underwood. I, I saw Carrie in uh, one of her first concerts, and she did about, I don't know, 10, eight songs maybe that were released on the album, and then... The rest was Def Leppard and uh, yeah. just some rock. I mean, it was not her stuff at all. And I thought, this is weird, but that's how they do it, you know. But Shania wouldn't that's do it. That's how they do it. That's how they so, do it. So, you know, people, we all just are trying to escape in our music concert business back pretty good. Yeah. I think a lot of people, you know, Garth Brooks is just finishing his final stadium tour. Uh, Kenny Chesney's still going out. There. Bill, this is going to be a great show. Billy Joel, Lionel Richie, and Cheryl Crow yeah. are playing in Atlanta in Take November. Take your Mastercard. I looked at the they? tickets. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I looked at the ticket prices. 
The cheapest one was $84. That's not and that's bad. Up there in the nosebleed. Okay. You wouldn't want to sit there. No. Because you're hearing the concert three times. Yeah, that's true. Because it's echoing so bad. That's true. Uh, the cheap, the most expensive one was 692 but I think there might have been one for 800 So think about it. You're going with somebody. Yeah. You know, you're at $1,200 for tickets for one show. And yeah, even though it's a, a great lot. show, and then because, you know, people can't sit down, they got to stand up the whole damn time. Yeah. So, you know, which, <laughs> yeah, I, for, you... so you're going at 530 in the afternoon till 11 o'clock Woof. standing up. I mean, that would just, that sounds you like work take a to Gatorade me. and before you go. And, but yeah. honestly, though, it's hard, you, you being in the industry, I mean, when's the last time you paid a full price ticket? I mean, you get in. I that. have paid Brian Wilson, as you did mentioned. Did you? <laughs> I paid 200 and something for Ooh, that. Boy. To see Michael Jackson, I paid uh, Ooh, 200 and something for that. But that was, you know, a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, paid a, I paid 200 and something a couple of times. Paul McCartney, more than once, I paid more than 200 to see him. But if you but think about it. that's out of my limit. So if you think about it, if you pay 100 bucks for a ticket, that $80 ticket, you don't want to sit there. But uh, if you pay 100 120 and they give you four they give you four hours, right, of opener, and yeah. you do that whole. That's only thirty bucks an hour. That's pretty cheap. I mean, I think yeah. about the. I mean, you got to pay more than that because you got to get there and you oh, got to beer. Park. Yeah, you know, beer. parking. Yeah. I've paid some ridiculous parking prices lately at these venues. You better watch if you're going to one of these stadium shows or yeah, yeah, anything like that. You better look at the parking when you're <laughs> buying the it's ticket. True. That, is, that true. is a hidden price. It can be as high as 50, 60, 70 dollars to park your car. That's right. And you ain't turning around. Once you're there, no, you're, you're screwed. I mean, it's <laughs> you if you can even you. find that parking, which you often have to pay for in advance. Right. So that's another stick in the eye, but that's just another place <laughs> that's got a, you know, hand in your pocket. Indeed. But a lot of people have your hands in your pocket these days. They do, and who knows what they're doing, right? Their hands are in there. I don't you don't know, know what, what they're doing. <laughs> that's right. They're taking our money. All right, that'll do it for us this week on Sweeping the Country. Until next week, good day. Good day.